All right. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Okay. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. Uh, We appreciate you calling in. And uh, we appreciate your support. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, it seemed like we were experiencing a few technical errors, but nevertheless, uh, we are interviewing uh, Michael Brown Sr. So tune in as we uh, prepare to interview uh, with Michael Brown Sr. Uh, tune in to our live radio show tonight. Uh, we are live and on the air presently. We are live and on the air. Uh, we'll be interviewing Michael Brown Sr., the father of 18-year-old Michael Brown Jr., uh, who was shot dead by Officer Darren Wilson in Ferguson, Missouri, on August 9, 2014. Uh, please tune in to hear about economic empowerment and the Chosen, chosen for Change movement Michael Brown Sr. founded. We will also speak with guests around the nation that call into our number, and the call-in number for tonight is area code 213 uh, 943-3742. I'll repeat that number. The call-in number for guests, the guest call-in number is three, uh, 213-943-3742. I'll repeat it one more time. 213-943-3742. You do not want to miss this show. You do not want to miss this show. Um, it's involving family, community, justice, social justice, politics, education, news, media. And then, of course, Michael Brown Sr. will be on the air uh, tonight as well. We're going to be covering uh, social justice and media topics, wealth, economic, economy, and entrepreneurship. So uh, you do not, again, you do not want to miss this show. Uh, also joining with us will be uh, one of our co-hosts uh, for this evening, Sister uh, Latoya Williams. She'll be co-hosting with us as well. And then, of course, you will hear from the phenomenal young brother, uh, Brother Amir Ross, who will also be on uh, with us as well. So as we prepare to interview uh, Brother Michael Brown Sr., we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Uh, again, Guys, you're in for a phenomenal show, and we just thank you, and we appreciate you so much for your support. At this present time, we're asking everyone to go to your social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and and uh, plug, you know, the show. Let, let, you know, let your friends know, families know that we are live and on the air and that we are promoting this, uh, this radio show tonight. So please go to your social media tab pages right now. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, call a friend, text a friend, email a friend, and let them know that we are live and on the air. Again, we're going to be interviewing Michael Brown Sr. and uh, one of our uh, our co-hosts this evening is Latoya Williams and Brother Amir. So we are broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri. My name is Yah Amir. Y'all know the rest. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this commercial. Yeah. 
Good evening, everyone. Again, thank you so much for calling into our show. You're tuning in to uh, the Black Lives Matter radio show, and uh, I am Ya Ami, and uh, joining us uh, this evening will be uh, Michael Brown Sr. calling in from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, those of you that are just now tuning in, uh, he is uh, the father of the brother that was murdered, uh, Michael Brown Jr. in St. Louis, Missouri. So we want to um, definitely... Um, support our brother on this evening's show. So uh, definitely give us a call. Uh, the call-in number uh, to the show is area code 213-943-3742. Joining us is our uh, co-host uh, Latoya Williams and brother Amir Ross. You guys are in for a phenomenal event. Again, um, those that are just now tuning in, we're going to be covering family community uh, justice, social justice, politics, education, news, media, uh, social media, wealth, economy, and entrepreneurship. Uh, we're going to uh, also talk about or talk with Michael Brown Sr. about his event, Chosen for Change. Chosen for Change. So he should be joining us uh, any moment now. So um, before we get into that, we're going to bring in Sister Latoya Williams. And we are also going to uh, bring in Brother Amir Ross. Both of your phone lines are open. We are live and on the air. Good evening. Good evening, family. How are we doing? Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Hi there. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Also joining us is Sister April Riddick, Miss April Riddick with Hot 
one on one. You all know the show that she um that she does the radio show. We love our sister for everything that she does. And uh we will definitely be opening up her phone line as well. Again, Miss April Riddick Hot One on One and tell me tell me. So we are also gonna open up our sister's phone line as well. Um if I figure out which one it is <laughs> Sis, inbox me. Let me know which one you are. Uh, which, oh, can you uh, hear me? Phone number. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Are we good now? Okay, good, good, good. Perfect. Okay. So how's the audio? Uh, the audio came through clear? Everything is good so far? Sounding lovely from here. Good. How was the song? A change is going to come. Did you guys hear that clearly? Yeah, it's clear. Yep. Good. I know um, last week, uh, this, this past Wednesday, we had some tech issues, so I wanted to make sure that that, that was okay. I was a little concerned because we kind of had some some of the same things going on this week, but we uh, we ironed them out. Um, my sister, April, your line is open now. Good evening, April. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, thank you for having me in. <laughs> I actually like a football field and with the kids. I'm finishing up football practice, but I'm here. All right, good, good, good. We'll mute you momentarily. I just wanted to uh, give a brief introductory of who you are and who's on our phone line right now. Phone lines are blowing up, and we are just loving it. We got, you know, Brother Amir Ross on. We got Sister Latoya Williams on. And then, you know, of course, it's, uh, Rhonda Supreme, she always comes on and supports the show. So we're just waiting on brother Mike Brown to, um, to come on. Nevertheless, we're going to, we're going to continue to fight and we're going to keep going. Oh, and just so y'all know, I just got off the phone with sister Sophia Stewart too. She's the owner and writer of the matrix and the terminator and hot off the press. She's going to be, she's going to be emailing me and ebook the Matrix Four, number four, the Matrix Four. Now this is a sister that wrote. Yes, this is the sister that wrote the Matrix and the Terminator that Warner Brothers and all of them have profited from billions and billions of dollars. So they have profited from this sister for years. This sister been fighting this fight since like two thousand and three. You know, since two thousand and three when she won her default judgment, and then two thousand and seven. So this sister's been fighting since like 2003 so i want to put that out there because she already confirmed that she's going to be with us joining us on this radio show next wednesday so that's september the 30th so um the time for that is eight o'clock i think that's eight o'clock our time central standard time which is nine o'clock eastern standard time if i'm not mistaken amir correct me if i'm wrong now pacific standard time here's a new one pacific standard time that's six o'clock so she'll be joining us 6 o'clock her time, 8 o'clock our time, 9 o'clock your time. How about it, right? So are we rocking it or what? <laughs> yeah. All right, good. I so, even got feedback from the audience that everything is loud and clear. Everybody's hearing things. We're we're good to go. The folks are listening. So I'm pretty excited. Well, we certainly, we certainly yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Now, are you in the chat? Or are you holding the chat room down? Well, I have to, I'm trying to navigate to get to the check. And somebody sent me the link, you know, thank you for sending that SOS out there for me because I needed to figure out how to get, hop in the room. So link gotcha, me up, gotcha, please. Gotcha. Let you. me, um, let me see what I can make happen real quick. Let me see if I can launch it here. 
on a new window so that we can definitely reach out to our people in the chat room. We know y'all all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram right now, so we appreciate all the love. We also got a caller on the line who's been on the line for us uh, since the beginning, so we're going to go to that caller momentarily and just um, kind of, you know, ask you to introduce yourself and uh, where you're calling from. So, uh, And then we'll mute some of the other phone lines just to minimize the background noise. So, again, if you're fumbling or you, you got some other stuff going on in the background, please just mute your phone line when you're ready to come on and talk. You know, just press that number one, and we'll we'll have you back on and talk and communicate with the family. But uh, we definitely want to make sure that, uh, that the phone lines are clear and static-free as much as possible. Uh, the chat line is currently opening up right now. It's just taking a little while to kind of, uh, filter through, so we uh, we are we are working on that. Let me see if I can open it up in a separate window. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's see what happens here. Huh. Uh, Amir, you know what? Let's see if you can handle that. Let's see if you can uh, if you're able to navigate through that through that chat and um, and uh, kind of communicate with the people in the chat room because yeah, it's, it's not opening up in here at all right now. So we apologize if you're in the chat room. You should have called in. <laughs> no, just joking. But if you're in the chat room, we definitely appreciate your energy and thank you so much for uh, for tuning into our show. You're listening to uh, the BLM radio show, Black Lives Matter radio show, and I'm yeah, me along with Amir Ross and Latoya Williams. So Latoya, take us away. What's going on, sis? How you feeling? Well, I- I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm pretty excited um, about having uh, Brother Mike Brown Sr. on um, the line because I think it uh, it could very well um, touch a very special place because of my connection to the way things went with the death of Michael Brown Jr., um, an 18-year-old who, you know, uh, was left um, – unattended and it was like after all the things had kind of settled I took my time and I said okay well now maybe I'll take a second to see some of this footage that social media had blown up like imagine uh how a a a father might feel you know hearing about a death via social media and so we talk about the power of social media and connecting and then you know thinking about well how can somebody deal with this and then for it to be so public and thinking about the grief that all of us go through from time to time because our lives are constantly at stake and there is clearly a war against, um, you know, black folks in America. Um, and so I think having this opportunity to really talk to the brother tonight will really uh, hopefully shed some light in terms of trying to really tap into the knowledge of the community and engineering a life that I don't want to escape, you know, that folks that I'm connected to shouldn't have to try to escape. How do we deal at this point in time, though, practically with grief? Because we're losing so many lives, and I really think that hope, my hope is to be able to get those kind of answers and hopefully maybe get those answers from the people that are calling in tonight who have lost, because I know we've connected to so many people who have lost someone in their lives before um, to violence. Um, and, and, and police brutality and in and, and, and jail and things like that. So I'm in Allegheny County. We have, a, you know, there's a movement here locally that's, you know, really kind of pushing Allegheny, uh, Allegheny County Jail to, to do things uh, uh, the right way, right? And so there's people pushing for justice in those areas too. And so, you know, it's all about justice, and I'm excited tonight. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait. 
I can't wait. Good, good, good. Yeah, definitely. Okay, there's some feedback. So if someone to turn the volume down on their system, that would be great. All right. Um, so we we are getting some responses from our people. And guys, if you're in the chat room or you're on social media and you got some questions, comments, or concerns, please send that to us, and uh, we'll we'll try try our best to get to you and and respond to your questions, comments, or your concerns on our show this evening. And again, um, if your your phone line is muted, it's not personal. We're just trying to block out some background noise. We're good. And uh, brother Amir Ross, he's handling the uh, the chat room, so he's responding. Um, so if you guys have any questions, please go ahead and, and send the requests or the questions, comments to uh, our chat room, and Amir he will uh, he will you know respond appropriately, and uh, we'll get your question or comment answered. Uh, we are awaiting brother Michael Brown Sr. Uh, to call into the show now. We're expecting him to call in any minute. Uh, in the meantime, Sister April, how are you? Good evening again. And thank you for all that you do. How you doing? Um, thank you so much for having me join in. Like I said, I'm glad that you had me join in with the Michael, Michael Brown's dad because, you know, I he has the right to speak out, and I'm glad that you were able to get hold of him because, you know, media portrays a lot of these young black men that are being murdered as being from single mom homes. And, and I'm, I'm glad you're able to bring him on the show so everybody can listen to him because everybody hears the moms, but they don't hear the dads. And, and, and right. it's sad that the media is making a separation in the black family, making it seem as though these boys don't have men in their life. And it necessarily don't have to be their dad. It could be their uncle. It could be their coach. It could be their mentor from church. It could be a mentor from school. The bottom line is that all these men that are getting murdered, doesn't mean that they're bad guys. Doesn't mean that they don't have a male figure in their life. And I'm so glad that you're bringing him up here today so everybody can hear, you know, his side as a father who was involved in his son's life, you know, how he feels. So thank you so much for having me join in. Yeah, not a problem. Definitely. Thank you so much. We appreciate your energy and, and everything that you bring to the table as well. Um Again, those that are on Facebook, uh, those were that that were included in our Facebook uh, message, you know who you are. Uh, also, please reach out to the brother and let him know that um, you know if he's on social media that we are we are um, alive and uh, live recording from St. Louis, and uh, we are awaiting our beloved brother. So, with no further ado, we are going to continue. Uh, we're going to uh, go to the next caller. I'm going to mute your phone line, April, and I'll come back to you. Uh, Brother uh, Amir, your phone line is open. Uh, yeah, your phone line is open. Area code 412-1966. Your phone line is open. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. 1966 is the last four digits. Hello? Yes, good evening. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Cheyenne Brunzel. I'm calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Well, good evening. Thank you so much for tuning into our show. We appreciate you. Who invited you? Uh, Miss Latoya Williams. And we appreciate your support. Do you have a question or comment at uh, at the present moment? No, not at this time. I'm having some problems with my phone, so I'm, I it's just okay. emailed Toya actually and told her that I'm having some problems with my telephone. So right now, I just want to listen in. Okay, perfect. Well, we appreciate your support, and we'll be um, on the show again Wednesday night. Uh, I think we said 
eight seven o'clock my eight o'clock my time. I get it confused. I think it's nine o'clock your time, Easter time. Nevertheless, we'll update you on uh, all of that. So Wednesdays, uh, we'll be having another show, different topic, another show. But uh, just stay tuned, and and we'll have you on um, after we interview our brothers. Thank you so much for your contribution. It's a pleasure having Thanks, you. Thanks, Miss Anne. You're welcome. I love you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> We're glad you are too. Thank you. All right, so we are going to our next caller. Uh, it looks like it's going to be area code two one five, and then the last four digits is nine two zero one. Your phone line is open, or well, it's opening, I should say. Your phone line is currently opening. Hopefully, area code two one five. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Area code 215. 215, you on the line? Are you muted over there? Press the number one if you guys are uh, interested in speaking so that uh, we can go ahead and bring you in from the queue. Yeah, I'm not certain what happened uh, with that. Amir, if you could try to reach out to 215, that would be great. Yes, because I don't know what happened uh, with them. All right, so we have another caller on the line. Okay, give me one second. Caller 215 right there. Yeah, hello. Hello, good evening. Oh, yeah. How are you? Yeah, how are you? This is um nine oh two one, nine two oh one. Yes, yes, good evening. How are you? Good. This is um Dennis Rawls, Amir's dad. Oh, hey. <laughs> well it's a hey, pleasure. How's it going? It's a <laughs> How's it going, son? Yeah, I'm Pretty I'm good. at work right now. I'm just listening to your show. Of course I'm supporting my son's show. I can't I can't really engage right now. Because I'm at work, but uh, I'll be I'll be here all probably all night listening. Well, good. We certainly appreciate you. We'll we'll mute your phone line. Thank you for the contribution. We appreciate it. And uh, you know we'll we'll be back on live on the air Wednesday uh, Wednesday night. So we'll make sure that you get that inf- that information as well as that invitation as well. So thank you so much for your contribution, and uh, we we look forward to hearing from you again soon. All right, great. Keep okay, up thank work, you, fellas. Thank you, sir. Yes, Thank you. Okay. All right. So we are going back to the phone lines, and we are going to go. Let's see. Our next caller is area code eight five six. Area code eight five six nine two eight three. We're coming to you next. Your phone line should be opening. Erico 856, please tell us your name and where you're calling from. That's my grandson. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. I call. I, this is the third time I've called, ma'am. And I'm enjoying every bit of it. <laughs> well, thank so, you. We, 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 we are enjoying every bit of you. Each and every week, we appreciate your yeah. support. Yeah, I'll keep on long I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to listen tonight about, you know, the man and his son. So I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, turn you over turn you okay. over to the program. So okay. I'm going to listen, okay? Good deal. Thank See you so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. okay, bye-bye. I'm going to listen now. <laughs> Okay, guys. At this time, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. We're gonna play that song. It actually happens to be one of my favorite songs. And then we're going to um, 
uh, upload another song for you guys to listen to as well. But this happens to be one of my um, one of my favorite songs I like, and you've heard it. It's the the Sam Cooke song. Uh, a change is gonna come, and we certainly believe that a change is gonna come. Uh, so uh, we will be playing that momentarily. A change is gonna come, and then we'll go back to the phone lines, and we'll continue the dialogue. Again, I want to thank everyone in our chat room for calling in tonight. I want to thank our our hosts. This evening, as because uh, we certainly could not do this show without you, without the community, without your support around the world. So we certainly do appreciate that. Um, Amir, if you could play that clip, um, a change is going to come, either of them.
All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you all so much for um, tuning in to our show. Uh, I've just got notification that Michael Brown Sr. is currently on the line. So our big brother is certainly in the house. Uh, I just want to let you all know that he's on the line. Brother Amir, if you could go ahead and let uh, Brother Michael Brown in on the line. Also uh, joining us tonight is Sister Tawanda Jones the sister uh, who lost her brother, Tyrone West, in Baltimore, Baltimore Block. Check that out on YouTube. Um, She's on the line. Sister Tawanda, you're on the line. You can also press the number one. Everyone that wants to talk, press the number one button so that we'll know that you're in queue. Uh, Mike Brown should be calling in from a 314 area code, Brother Amir, so if we can get him um, connected, that would be awesome. Cool. Should be good to go. Brother Mike. Good evening. Good evening, brother. Hey, big brother. How are you? All right. Good. We appreciate you calling in tonight, man. We know that you've been through a lot, man. You know, we know that you're still grieving, still mourning the loss of your son uh, who was murdered by that coward, Darren Wilson, uh, last year. Uh, guys, at this time, again, if you're a host, a co-host, or just a caller on the line, uh, please mute your phone lines to block out any interference. And then when you're ready to speak, go ahead and, and um, uh, uh, you know, allow yourself back in. I'm having a few issues with my line. So, Amir, I need you to stay with me. I need you to kind of take control of the um, of the All lines right. tonight. All right. So, um, Brother Mike, again, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate your time, big brother, and uh, we'll be uh, as brief as possible, but we want to kind of just let the the listeners know what's been going on with you and your life uh, since the the tragedy, uh, the tragic murder of Michael Brown, Jr. Well, just, uh, just, hello, hello? Yeah, we, uh, we hear you, big brother. Yes, sir. Everybody else, please yes. mute your phone lines. Yes, yes, of, of, of the incident. I've just been doing a lot of uh, positive things, staying, uh, staying busy, uh, just trying to stay focused on some positive things. That's that's about it. And, and just keeping people aware of what's going on around the world. You know, uh, it's a lot of people that's blind on what's going on, but the tragedy of my losing the son, which is Michael Brown Jr., a lot of people eyes. They they really got opened up. Yes, sir. Now we know that you've done some some positive things, brother, in the community. I mean, I've seen you out there on the grind since the beginning. You know, we've been there supporting you, your family, and and, and all these victims of violence by these cops, man. Like you 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 neck to neck, you hand in hand with the Ferguson residents and people in St. Louis. You passing out turkeys. You started this movement. I mean, you going door to door, passing out turkeys, feeding the families in Ferguson and throughout the St. Louis area. You've recently started this movement, Chosen for Change. It's Chosen for Change. For those of you who don't know, Michael Brown Sr. started this movement called Chosen for Change, and it's also on Facebook, Chosen for F O R Change. Um, so tell us a little bit about the Chosen for Change piece, Brother Mike. Just uh, just trying to empower the youth, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, helping impact families and helping families that, you know, just been destroyed, you know, uh, just trying to keep them uplifted. Okay. I have three. I three words. I got three words that I go by: respect, restraint, and responsibility. Respect, 
restraint, restraint, and responsibility. Yes, sir. Those are some awesome words in code to go by. Yes, sir. I'm trying to instill that into our youth. Restraint, responsibility, and give me the other one one more time. Respect, restraint, and responsibility. Man, if we can instill that in our youth today, this world would be a much better place. And not just within our youth, but in these uh, young adults and, and adults alike, uh, respect, restraint, and responsibility. Those are some things that uh, that we certainly need to uh, adhere to um, on tonight. Brother Mike, we got callers that really want to hear from you. We got co-hosts on the line right now. Uh, you know, we just want to just ask a few questions and um, – Again, being mindful of your time and uh, the fact that you're still grieving the loss, we want to keep it as brief as possible, but we want to kind of ask you a few questions. So, uh, Sister LaToya, I know you're on the line. You're one of our hosts this evening. You got a question for Brother Michael Brown, Sr.? All right, we'll come back to LaToya. All right, we'll come back to LaToya. We're going to... We're going to go to April. Sister April, you're on. Sister uh, Brother Michael Brown Sr., you got a question for our brother? Sister April, your phone line should be open. Okay, brother Amir, go ahead and take it away. Um, You got a question for our brother? Looks like we're having some uh, yeah. with the phone uh, lines. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, first off, uh, I just want to appreciate. I appreciate you being on this show tonight. Um, I appreciate everything you've done. I appreciate your strength. Um, one thing that one question that I did have for you is uh, me being a. Uh, I'm 23 years old myself. I have a younger brother that would be 17 in a latter, matter of months. Um, just a lot of what goes on now is uh, what I think about when I when I look at him because I, I've raised him. Uh, almost as a son, you could say. Uh, he's um, he, His father passed away, so I've, I've been his male role model. Uh, one thing that I would like to ask you is, is there's something, uh, just like any advice that you would say, like as far as just um, keeping him keeping him safe in the streets, like something that you would say before he walks out the door, just, uh, just a little words of wisdom? You know, uh, this, world is, this world is dangerous, man. It's, it's crazy out here. Uh, the only thing I can basically say, man, is just uh, just tell them that you love them and you're praying for Absolutely. them on a on a journey through life. You know, uh, it's a lot of things that you can uh, we can prevent. You know, uh, we try to be there to protect at all times, but we just have to just show them as much love as we can while you know uh, they're around. You know, uh, it, it it just makes both both parties feel good. You know. Uh, and, and and two, it, it'll make you feel good and blessed too, you know. At the same time, brother. Awesome. Yes. Um. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, um, there isn't. You can't save everybody from everyone. Uh, from everything that's out there. Uh, definitely letting people you know, uh, that you love, telling them that you love them uh, frequently. I, I feel is very important. Um, especially when they walk out that door, because you never know what's going to happen when they, uh, or if they're going to come back. Um, I def- I appreciate that, sir. No problem. All right, Brother Mike, so the Chosen for Change piece that you got going on, you got any other upcoming events that you're doing within the next 
I guess, 30 days to 30 to 60 days, the next month or two. Um, you got any other things going on right now with Chosen for Change or personally that you'd like the uh, our listening audience to listen to and be aware of? Uh, well, so, uh, now uh, we have a, a kickball game tomorrow at Fire Ground Park. It starts around uh, noon. Uh, the kickball game is considered where the, the, the point or the reason for having that is for the families that are not able to pay to go to the Million Man March or 1010 to help families, you know, able to uh, be able to take this trip and get this journey, take this journey with, you know, with all the rest of the families and get an understanding on what this means. So I'm, I'm just having a fundraiser, you know, for uh, for that event. Okay. And it's, and and it's actually for it's, – it's actually for uh, we're, we're playing against other uh, organizations, you know, to um, to uh, raise funds for uh, families that are not able to uh, pay, you know, the, the not have enough money to to take the trip. Okay, good deal. All right, no, that's fine. We certainly need that now. So the fundraiser is kicking off tomorrow, and that's at Fairground Park. For those of you that are from the St. Louis area, you know, that's off of. Um, like Grand and Natural Bridge area. So the Fairground Park uh, is going to be a, uh, there's going to be a kickball tournament there uh, for a fundraiser that Michael Brown Sr. is putting on to help those families who want to get to the 10-10-15 event um, coming up October 10, 2015 um, with the uh, Justice or Else event. Correct, Mike? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Uh, we got a few callers that are on. Uh, Sister Rhonda uh, Supreme, one of our other radio hosts, she's on. Brother Amir, if you can go ahead and, and cue her in, go ahead there on the line for Q&A for uh, Brother Mike Brown. At this time, we're gonna, we are gonna want to open up the phone lines for, uh, for our listeners and our, our hosts so they can um, ask our big brother some questions. Awesome. Yes, uh, so she should be ready to go. Are you on? Sister Rhonda, are you there? All right. All right, keep trying to get her on. Uh, Let's go back to LaToya. Let's see if we can get her back on. Uh, Mic check. All right, okay. Is this Sister Rhonda? Hello? Was that LaToya or Rhonda? This is LaToya. This is LaToya. Okay, good. You're connected now, Sister Brother Mike Brown Sr. is on the line. Go ahead with your question or comment for our big brother. Definitely. Um, I'm so excited that uh, I'm I'm trying to tweet out all the information about the fundraiser for tomorrow, and um, I'm actually located in Pittsburgh. But uh, what I recognize is that um, we often are losing family members uh, for one reason or another, and often too often to police brutality and negligence. And um, it, it's awesome to see that you are continuing to, you know, keep keep things going and keep the energy high and, and do things in the community that uh, kind of makes the area and place better for everyone around there to give them more opportunities. So um, it's, it's so much we can learn from that. Um, but I think we can also learn from how you deal with uh, how you're, or how you might give someone some insight on how to deal with the kind of grief that a father might run into in supporting a family and losing a son um, and maybe some insight uh, or anything that you can offer, any prayer that you might whisper, any anything that you keep close to you that can help someone that might be grieving 
um, I'd, I'd love to know more. Well, one thing I can't just say is just trying to keep some type of faith. You know, uh, for me, uh, you know, I really can't uh, tell someone else how to, you know, grieve. You know, you have to find your way on that, you know, because everyone grieves differently. Uh, but with me, I, I just stay, uh, I just stay busy. You know, uh, I try to just stay keeping my feet planted. You know, still uh, staying on some positive things and uh, just, just you know, keep positive people around my circle. You know, uh, you know, when 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 things like that happen, it, it, it's people that come out that you haven't seen in years. You know, you don't even, you know, haven't talked to those type of people. But it's a lot of positive people that come into your life and they can help you, you know, uh, with some with some good acknowledgement, you know, especially if they've been through the same exact drama that you have been through. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Brother Mike, I know that um, that you and I, we've spoken about uh, potentially putting together a website uh, for you called Chosen for Change. Uh, for those that want to help contribute uh, to that project, you can reach out to Michael Brown Sr. on Facebook. He's on Facebook as well, and he's connected to me. Uh, yeah, I'm me. He's a, a, a brother. Michael Brown Sr. is a, a friend of mine, so we're following each other on Facebook. So you can connect uh, to brother Michael Brown Sr. Uh, through my page or directly to Michael Brown Sr. to support the Chosen for Change movement that Michael Brown Sr. founded. And uh, I want to work with you, brother, on making that become a reality for you. Uh, we know that that's important, and, uh, you know, you're doing great work in the community, and we want to do what we can to support you any way, any shape, any fashion that we can contribute. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. We we no. all appreciate that. Not a not a problem. We appreciate you. Uh, at this time, we want to go to the phone lines real quick after this commercial break, brother Mike. Hold on with us. We're gonna play this song one more time. A change is gonna come by Sam Cook, and then we're gonna go back to the phone lines. We're gonna get final questions and answers from our listeners as well as our hosts. Uh, again, you're tuning in to brother uh, the interview with brother Michael Brown Sr. Our exclusive interview. Um, and then we'll, we'll also be speaking with other guests from around the nation. Again, Sister Tawanda Jones is on the line as well. Uh, Sister April Riddick is also on the line. So we want to get our other radio hosts on the line as well and ask our brother, um, you know, ask ask him some questions and comments. So at this time, Brother Amir, if you take us to that commercial break and please play, play one of my favorite songs, A Change is Gonna Come, and then we'll come back with uh, Brother Michael Brown Sr. Thank you.
All right, again, you are, are tuning in to the BLM Radio Show, uh, Black Lives Matter Radio Show, and I am Ya'ami. Uh, we are streaming live from St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, we uh, have several of our hosts with us tonight, Brother Amir Ross and uh, also Sister LaToya uh, Williams is tuning in. And uh, we've, had, we've heard from Miss April Riddick from Hot 101, and we have also heard from um, – uh, some family and friends of uh, our co-host Amir Ross as well. You are listening to Michael Brown, senior, uh, straight out of St. Louis, Missouri, via uh, Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, our brother is on the line with us. He's sharing uh, his heart, his passions, and his wisdom with you all. Now, Big Mike, I got to keep it 100 with you, man. I love you. I respect everything that you are doing. Now, uh, there's a lot that's going on in Ferguson. There's a lot that has transpired in St. Louis, Missouri. We've had people come into our communities. We've had people come in and exploit our communities and our movement. How, how do you deal with that? How has that kind of helped or hindered our situation in regards to the movement aspect from your point of view? Well, a lot of, to be honest, a lot of it, uh, a lot of that, I find out about it late because a lot of people hide a lot of that negativity stuff away from me. So it doesn't, you know, uh, get me off page. You know, people looking out for best interests for me. But uh, with 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 that with that going on, you know, with trying to move forward, it's always a monkey wrench, you know, where people be trying to take the focus off of what's good and what we're trying to do for our communities to make it all, you know, just a, a, a nothing. You know, uh, I feel like. Uh, 
if if people if people just coming around just to be nosy and just to just uh, uh, downgrade everything that we all are trying to do, we need to watch out for those type of people and keep those people out of our circle. You know, because That's everyone right. is trying to do something something positive, trying to move forward to help each one another. You know, so. We just have to be mindful of that it's people out there. We just have to be careful who we associate with and who we are talking to. Absolutely. That's that's key. That's key. Uh, I got a few questions for you, uh, and then we're going to uh, bring on Sister Tawanda Jones, who's been waiting for a long time. Uh, one of the questions I got for you, Big Brother, is do you feel that uh, are we any closer to getting justice, you know, for for your son and what happened with your family? And if so, what type of justice would that be? Well, with that with <laughs> that question now, you know, uh, the fight is still going on. You know, uh, I really can't speak on too much because the lawyers are still doing their work. Uh, but uh, just just with the family, you know, we 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 are we're trying to stand strong. You know, because this this. I don't wish this on no one family, and I hate that, you know, families are still going through stuff like this, you know, uh, but just trying to uplift me, keep me, keep me uh, on a positive, on a positive note, I'm trying to keep them positive too, because whatever I'm feeling, you know, everyone else feels the same way, so, you know, it's, it, it, it's a lot, man, it's a lot, but yeah, I right. can't speak too much on it, because, you know, the, just, you know, the lawyers are doing, they trying to do their thing, you know, right. and, uh, we're trying to get some things back open. Right. No, I definitely understand that, man. And, you know, we appreciate, you know, your uh, your openness and for sharing that with us. Uh, you know, we, we are seeking national change. National change is something that needs to happen. Now, what do we need yes. to do to stop police killings nationwide, people? This is a question to everyone that's on the phone line, not just Michael Brown Sr., but what do, what national change needs to happen to stop police killings nationwide? Mike, you can ask that question first, or Amir or Latoya. Either one of you guys can answer that question first. It doesn't really matter. Uh, well, if anybody, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 oh, go ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. The, the, the only thing I can come up with is just stand united. You know what I'm saying? That's what we can. You know. Uh, we got to work together. We got to stick together some way, somehow. You know, uh, my 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 biggest thing is as long as I can touch one one kid or one person, you know, and it can uh, chain react to two, three more people from off of them, you know, I feel like I done did my job, you know. But uh, with 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 this, you know, it's 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 hard to get it's hard to get people to understand what's real because a lot of people is taking this still as a joke and it's not right. a joke. Uh, people are dying. These people are killing us. That's you right. Know? They're killing us and they don't care, you know, so we have to try to stay united. You know, we have to just, that's, that's the only thing I can say. And that was one of our phrases as we marched and chanted side by side, the people united will never be defeated. The people united will never be defeated. You're listening to um, our show, the BLM Black Lives Matter radio show, and I am Ya'ami, the original founder of that movement, and Amir Ross and Latoya Williams is uh, joining us as our co-host. Now, with no further ado, we're going to go to Sister Tawanda 
Jones, uh, whose older brother, Tyrone West, was murdered in the streets of Baltimore. Uh, check out the video on YouTube, Baltimore Block. She's got some questions or comments for our big brother, Mike Brown Sr. So with no further ado, uh, Brother Amir, please bring our sister on the line. Thank you. All right. Okay, should be, should be. Um, can you hear me? We hear you loud and clear. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on the show. And most importantly, I want to thank Michael Brown Singing for everything that you're doing. I mean, I came in contact with you on many times, like when you came to Baltimore. You know, I met you at um, Pastor Jamal Bryan's church. But I just want to let you know, keep fighting, keep your tenacity. Keep doing everything you're doing, and and then eventually change will happen. Because we down here fighting before Freddie Gray was brutally murdered, even before your son was brutally murdered. My brother was beat worse than Rodney King, brutally beat by 11 to 15 Baltimore City police officers and one Morgan State officer. Beat the doctor just for driving my, my Mercedes Benz after he just left me. My brother died screaming Trayvon Martin name. So I just want to let you know I love y'all. I love what you're doing, and we are family. And we will win. Just like my brother said, the people united can never be divided or defeated. So we stay together and connected. We can change things all over the world. I honestly in my heart believe that 800 days I've been fighting relentlessly right here in Baltimore, my family, with my supporters, and we're never going to stop. And my thing saying is we will not stop until killer cops are in cell blocks. Cell and that's just something I right. brother, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you too, man. I mean, I, I I don't even know what else to say after that. I mean, that's just that she just laid it all out. And you know, this brother Mike Brown, he been he been fighting this deal for a long time. Nobody can nobody can understand what this brother's going through except those that's actually gone through what this brother's gone through. We had victims like Von Derrick Myers Jr. Was murdered by the cops. Here, Von Derrick Myers' only son, Von Derrick Myers, Sarita Myers' only son was also murdered. You got brother Mansoor Ball Bay. His son was murdered here. Um, you know, you got this other brother. You know, black on black. That's that's been happening. I went to another funeral today uh, in Ferguson. Sister uh, Wanda Murrow's son, uh, Lavelle, was murdered. They shot him and his vehicle up over a hundred some times and tried to set his business on fire. So we mm. are at war. We are at war, yes. and, and our, we are losing our sons and daughters to these crooked cops and these yes. these these, mm. these these Negroes out here mm. that has no that's mm. killing that's doing a senseless killing, and we have to stand up and fight against injustices because an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Injustice everywhere. An injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. So we support our brother. We salute our big brother uh, for everything that he's doing within our community and for our people. And he's definitely one of our heroes, someone that I look up to. And, uh, you know, we just we have Kerry Ball Jr. You know, Kerry Ball Jr. was murdered by, you know, by the cops. And we want to um, send our, 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 our condolences to uh, Kerry Ball Sr. and family, Sister Tony. She goes by TNT. And, you know, that family as well. So we're all going through some things here. This is just in St. Louis alone. Sister Myrtle Michael Brown um, Jr., there's been at least 10 other murders by cops here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And are mm-hmm. murders. Since yep. the murder of Michael Brown Jr. Murder people, of Mike Brown. Yep. Are y'all listening to me? Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Since the murder yep. of Michael Brown Jr., 
And this yeah. is the reason why we are doing our Stop the Violence anthology. This is the reason why we're doing our Social Injustice anthology and Social Injustice uh, CD project. We are What we are doing, Mike Brown, and we are collaborating with different artists around the world to support the movement to support the movement uh, uh, as it relates to social injustice. And, and, you know, we appreciate everything that you're doing, brother, and we know we won't hold you any longer. I just want to make sure that we've gotten all of our callers off the line, Amir and Latoya, that has got a question or comment for our brother before we let him go. Because I know he's got prior engagements. He agreed to do this show this evening, but we don't want to take up much of his time. <clears throat> So let's check the phone lines and let's see if anyone else yep. is on the line that has not had an opportunity to speak to our brother. I do have the lines open if anybody if anybody has a question. Right. Anyone that has not spoken to our brother, the phone line is open now. You're on the line right now with Michael Brown Sr. Hey, it looks like I heard Miss Diane trying to chime in um, and She's calling from Pittsburgh, so we're here, the Pittsburgh team, and as a representative of um, the National uh, African Independence Party, also uh, the the um, Minister of Outreach, I appreciate uh, you being here and on the line, and we really want to be able to do what we can to ensure that we are supporting cho- Chosen for Change and any of the work that you're doing, um, and I just wanted to make sure I put that out there and Miss um, Cheyenne, did you have a question? I didn't have a question. Can you hear me? Can we Absolutely. hear you loud and clear? Okay. I didn't have a question. I just had a comment. Um, I just wanted to say to Michael Brown Sr. that um, I'm so sorry for your loss. We here in Pittsburgh feel everything that is going on with Ferguson. And just like, you know I mean, you guys there in Ferguson, um, it affects us too. Um, I just had a conversation with someone today about, um, you know, all the census killings and um, the even the black-on-black crime um, that we are experiencing at this moment now in Pittsburgh, um, still going through um, the um, investigations um, with uh, several of our brothers here, Leon Ford um, and um, even uh, Jordan Mouse. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that we all love you. We pray for you daily. Um, I thank you so much for what you're doing for the community. Um, and I just want to let you know that um, we are all here for you. And just keep you and your family lifted up in prayer and keep doing what you're doing, brother, because just like the sister said a few minutes ago, if we all feel everything, it's not just about one person. It's about all of us. Right, right. Thank you. Thank you, sister. We appreciate that. Next caller, question or comment for Brother Michael Brown Sr. Let's keep it moving. Next caller, question or comment for Brother Michael Brown Sr. Hello? Hello? Go ahead, sister. Your phone line is open. Go ahead. What's your name? Yes, my name is Diane Butler, and I'm the aunt of Tawanda. And Tyrone, Tyrone was, he is my son. He is oh, my son, and he will always be my son. Thank you so uh, much I want to just say something to um, Mike Brown's father, and he made that statement. Oh, if, this had, if this did not happen to you, you will never know 
the level of pain that stays in your heart. It's like a hole that will never close. When you love your child unconditionally through everything, and the police just took it upon themselves to take their life, and no one was accountable, my heart goes out to that family. But I know as a mother, this pain will never go, never go. It will never leave me having to bury my boy in these animals, 12 to 15 animals, beat him to death like that, and no one was held accountable. But I thank God for Tawanda. She's holding up this family. She's really good. I'm in pieces. I'm in pieces. I can't stand to come out. I, I can't even stand to even talk to people anymore because no one understands what this has done to my family. It has ruined us, ruined us. And I just want to thank him for being strong and fighting. And we might not be there physically, but we will always be there spiritually praying for okay. his family. And please pray for mine because we are in turmoil. We can't even function. And I just thank everybody for this, to try to move forward and get justice for our children. Thank you. Sister, thank you. This is y'all me and I wanna say I wanna say that strength and solidarity. My heart is also in pieces for your loss. Mike, you already know how I feel. Uh for your loss and you know, everyone else. I'm in tears right now because there's nothing that we can say. Only thing only only thing left to do is be about the work. Be about the movement. It's time out for confusion. It's time out for personal agendas. It's time out for nitpicking. It's time out it's time out for all that unnecessary bullshit. You know what I mean? If you're not about Amen. this movement, if, you, if you're not about this movement and trying to uplift our people, then get the hell out of our way because we're gonna move you out of our way. Period. Amen. Because there's work that needs to be done. And we're not gonna stop yeah. doing this work until this work is done. Period. In the discussion. So right. we're gonna we we are transcendent. We're gonna pave the way, we're gonna make a way, we're gonna make it happen. With or without right. whomever. With or without whomever, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. Like the brother said, my uh uh Martin Martin Luther uh, King Jr. what he said, I've been to the mountaintop, I might not get there with you. I might not get there yeah. uh with you, but we Amen. together will get Amen. there. I've seen the yep, promise we land. Mm. We we're there, we're on our way. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, we're on our way. We've gotten there. We've reached. We've reached the mountain tops. Yeah. When, when they took our brother, when they took our young brother Mike Brown Jr., all eyes, all eyes around the yeah. world, the universe was yeah. up on us. Ferguson, a yeah. little small yeah. town in St. Louis, became the beacon yeah. of hope for the entire world. Yes, Mike did. Brown yes, Senior is it the did. is the spark that ignited. He's he's the one that ignited our flame, and because of him, none of our lives will ever ever be the same. Our heart goes out to the Aragona family and all the other victims of senseless killings and and police killings. But here in St. Louis, the Show Me State, when that happened, none of our lives ever 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 was the same ever. Because of because of that murder, I, I I wear a vest every day of my life. 
Every time I walk out of my house, I wear a vest. Every time. Man, anybody else got uh, questions or comments for my brother? And I'm going to let him go because he's got prior engagements. Brother Mike, I appreciate you, man. And I love you. I love the work that you're doing. And, man, support and solidarity. That's all I got to say. Amen. Thank you, too. Thank God, yeah. Thank I'm you. praying for the Thank family you. that's on the phone. Too. Man, we appreciate that. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. So, Sister Tawanda, thank you all. Thank you and your mom for calling. We love y'all so much, and we gonna keep fighting. That's all I know to do. I'm yeah. fighting. I'm fighting for the other Mike Browns, the Trayvon Morris, the Eric Garner. I'm fighting for all of them. I'm a single father. I got two kids that I'm raising, a son and a daughter. I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for Amir. I'm fighting for Latoya. I'm fighting for Mike Brown. See, I'm fighting for all of you. With my last breath. I'm fighting. Wow. Absolutely. Mike, I appreciate you, man. We're going to let you go. Those of you that want to remain on the phone line, y'all can remain on the phone line. We got about 44 minutes remaining. I'm done talking. Enough said. Y'all got something to say? Y'all want to talk? Thank you all for having me. Y'all be blessed. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. you. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed. Thank you. Be blessed. Man, that's some powerful stuff, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's powerful. Latoya, go ahead. I'm speechless. I don't have anything else to say. You know, I just, I mean, see, and let me just see if if anyone's there and has their phone um, unmuted, unmuted, especially if you're moving around. You got Disney playing in the background. Yeah, mute your phone on. Just kidding. Um, But no, I, I think. Um, you know, we all recognize that there's a, a real need to um to, to figure out what's next, right? And we want to be able to. All of us want to, you know, we we feel we have these moments where we have the opportunity to fellowship and and understand what each other, are, you know, what we're going through, and and quite often. Again, you know, uh, you know, thinking about grief and, and thinking about dealing with the whole person, um, how are we really dealing with uh, how we're coping, right? Like, we want to get away from being in a place of coping, and we want to move towards hope. Right. And that's what and that's what so many people are lacking. When you see addiction, when you see, um, you know, uh, the, the violence, when you see the attacks, you know, people are, are, are no longer have hope. And we have to find a way. Our call to action is to identify how to create that kind of hope that we want to that will will forge a community that will connect because we'll, we're insane. We would be insane not to work together. There's no there's no civilization that did not work together uh, and, and be successful. We're asking for our own demise if we decide if, if we refuse to figure out how we can come together to really do the things that need to be done in our community. And we do have to fight. And I really want to just be figuring it out and, and asking folks that are out there and asking folks to connect um, on, on Twitter. So if you're if you're on Twitter, connect to the uh, the Black Lives Matter. Movement that's BLM uh, underscore INC BLM Inc. Right, so BLM underscore INC. Uh, if you're on Twitter, also connect to uh, Iron Will. 
I E R N W I L L and be and be sure that you're on these outlets on Facebook, connecting, letting us know how we can collaborate. You know, it has to happen together. Um, and you know, we can't do this without each other. We've already heard that tonight. Um, we feel everything that each other, you know, we feel what's happening. It affects every single one of us. And so we, it takes every single one of us to make it what we need it to be. And I just would like to hear from anyone that's out there. And I want you to stay connected, whether it's on social media or send me an email, um, you know, Iron Will Tutors, I-E-R-N-W-I-L-L, um, T-U-R. T O R S, um, you know, like these at gmail.com, you know, stay connected. And and I, I really want us to make sure that we're doing the thing that is necessary to, to move things forward. Um, and, 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 and really make sure that we're on the move. Um, and everything is productive. I mean, on that note, um, those of you that want to reach out and affect positive change collectively, Email us, blacklivesmatterinc at gmail.com. We want to use that as a uh, as a platform for everyone that's interested in supporting what we're doing uh, through that collaborative effort. That's blacklivesmatterinc at gmail.com. Our official Black Lives Matter, Matter website, we will be launching that in four days. In four, four days, days. Four it's days. We will be launching We'll be launching our official Black Lives Matter website in four days. So please tweet that, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, put it, email it, call your friends, loved ones, whatever. Let them know. And also, um, you know, be part of the movement. Be part of the social justice or social injustice anthology project that we got going on. It's a phenomenal piece. It's a unique, prestigious, one of its kind piece that's never ever been put together in the in the history of the US. So you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Yeah. The deadline is fastly approaching. It's fastly, fastly, vastly approaching in November. So uh, just so y'all know. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's pretty yeah. that's pretty serious yeah. business. <laughs> Very serious business. Amir, your turn. You got something to say, brother? Yes. Uh, so my whole how I feel about tonight, after everything I've heard, uh, just the passion, the emotion. Um, I could never imagine uh, that situation. Uh, you know, somebody would have taken my brother's life. Uh, you know, one day, eventually, I will have a son or daughter. If somebody were to ever take their life. Um, and I can only imagine how my parents would feel. I mean, I mean, they're, they are, they are my life. Uh, everything I do is, is for them. And I'm sure it's the same uh, for me, but what I do have to say, uh, answering one of y'all's earlier questions about what, what we should do. Um, one thing that I always say, and I will preach this until it happens is that we need to take control over our own neighborhoods. There's no reason that neighborhoods should be predominantly black, predominantly minority, predominantly Spanish, whatever it may be. And they're getting taken over uh, by by police officers that look and act nothing like us. Um, that's occupation. That's that's the same thing as if if a country goes somewhere else and completely takes over. It's our neighborhoods that we pay taxes for, that we care for. We need to have control over them. We should be the ones controlling the crime. We should be the ones controlling the drugs. We should be the ones watching over our children, making sure that these police have nothing to do with it because they don't know our neighborhoods like we do. They cannot relate with us, most of them. Anyway, I can say that. Um, and that's that's really what I got to say uh, about, the, about the whole thing. Um, just, just having control, taking control. It's great that you mentioned that point because that's something that we have been pushing since the beginning 
of um, of the Michael Brown uh, murder, and we've been fighting this fight over a year now uh, here in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I founded uh, the Human Rights and Justice Committee uh, as a direct result of the Michael Brown murder, as well as the, uh, the original Black Lives Matter movement piece. And uh, that's part of what we're saying. Ferguson itself is about 67% African-American. So we've been saying from the beginning, if it's 67% African-American, then 67% of that neighborhood should be patrolled by black officers. Okay? Absolutely. Black officers. If it's uh, 67% Hispanics, then 67% of Hispanics should be in control of that 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 area. Okay? We need to take total control of our communities. When, in fact, we're not taking control of our communities, then who's ever in our community that makes up the larger percentage of that community should be represented by the law enforcement. Okay. If you are not controlling and possessing, taking uh, control and possession of your neighborhood, then it should be um, uh, represented by 67% or whatever that percent, that larger percentile is of law enforcement. Also, the way that the wording is, it's for every white firefighter, a black person, a black firefighter is hired. No, no, no. We need to change that mess now. For every black firefighter hired, a white firefighter should be hired. For every black law enforcement officer hired, a white law enforcement officer should be hired. For every black public works officer hired, a white public officer's work should be hired. And in that degree, and in that order, no other order, because if you're teaching and you're preaching and you're promoting in, in any other way, you're teaching white supremacy, period. End of discussion. Let, let's take it home school. For every black teacher that's hired, or for every black principal that's hired, you should hire a white teacher, a white principal, a Latino principal, a Latino teacher, etc. That's how it should be interpreted. So put that on your social media. Black people are not racist. Blacks are not racist, nor can blacks ever be racist. What is racism? What, what's the culture of racism? Where is it? For one, racism, you have to have power, right? You have to have money, right? You have to be rich. You have to be in leadership position and power. The last time I checked, we're at the low end of the totem pole. We don't have any of that. We won't even unify as a whole. We won't even collectively put our monies within our own black communities as a whole. How can we be racist? Black people are not racist. Blacks are not racist. Think on that. Reflect on that. Tweet that. Facebook that. What we need to do is we need to be talking about educational reform. We need to be speaking out against gentrification. We need to be finding out why the Pope is actually here in America. Think about it. Why is the Pope here? What's going on? Why is the Pope here preaching peace? Why is the Pope here talking about peace? Why is it that every Pope up until the present Pope, the Pope before this Pope, I'm saying, died 
in office at the Vatican. They left the Vatican in a pine box, meaning they died. That's the only way a pope can get out of office, if he dies, period. Check your history. There's only been one pope that has resigned, and that was the pope that resigned prior to this pope taking office. And this pope never stepped foot in the Vatican. This pope does not reside in the Vatican. He does not reside in the Vatican. He lives in South America. This pope that's in the U.S. right now, why is that? Questions you need to answer. These are questions that you need to answer. This is research that you need to research. Why is it that this pope is the only pope that has stepped foot at the White House? Corporate America. The White House is a corporation. Whose corporation is it? Why did the pope enter the White House. Why did he step, at, step foot at the White House? Why did he meet President Obama? Why is he going to these other different municipalities? Why is he only visiting certain families? Why? Think about it. What's he saying? From what I gather, he's telling these, the government, and this has only been the first pope that ever addressed the government, to my knowledge. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm just in my 30s, but, you know, I could be wrong. But to my knowledge, no other pope has ever addressed the government. No, no other pope has told the government what they should be doing. They need to stop killing our people. They need to treat their neighbor as their self. He came here with a message. Why is that? Why did this pope come here with the message, the message of peace, of hope? Why did this pope come here with uh, olive branches in his hands? Why did he come with olive branches in his hands, in his mouth? Why? Why now? Why is he speaking to the UN about addressing human rights concerns? He didn't say civil rights. He said human rights concerns. Why is this the only pope in the history of mankind talking about supporting our women and giving our women the credit and dignity and respect and honor that they so deserve? Why? Heaven? Lies at the foot of the woman. To save a woman is to save a nation. To save a man, you save an individual. To save a woman, a girl, you save a nation. It doesn't behoove me that the Pope every year when they're in Rome at the Vatican, that they pay homage to the black Madonna and baby Jesus as we've come to know him and her. And by paying homage, I mean kissing the black foot, kissing the foot of the black woman. Kissing the foot of the black woman, Madonna, and baby Jesus. They know their heritage. They know their culture. They know they came from us. Why is it that the Pope is, is speaking in riddles, is speaking in code to the Moorish Americans? Why is that? Why is that? Why is it that they're speaking about poverty and economics? Right? Why is that? Why is it that he's talking about uh, naturalization and and be, uh, uh, becoming um, becoming a nation of people? Why? Why is that? Did the Pope come from poverty? Did he come from an impoverished community, an impoverished country? Is that why he can relate to the black, the so-called black people in America? 
There's a lot of background noise and feedback I'm here. Please mute your phone lines. We are live and on the air. Why is the Pope speaking and identifying with the black race, the minority race? Why? Has anyone thought about that? Has anyone considered that? Because he's not, he's not identifying any other race. He's not talking about white America, corporate America. He's not. He, he's addressing them and telling them to stop, to cor- make corrections. He's telling them to correct your ways. Treat your brother as yourself. He's identified that no other race of people, black folk, has been brutally murdered by cops. Have succumbed to the Cointel Pro, the Move organization, where they bombed the Move family, the Move group, and set their whole apartment complex on fire and then shot them to death. Sister Pam Africa, she's a strong sister. Sister Asada Shakur, she's still in Cuba right now for political asylum. You, y'all remember that? They try to frame her and say that she killed. A cop. She didn't kill a cop. They they tried to kill her and left her on the ground for dead. And then locked her up in a male prison, a male penal institution. If that ain't animalistic behavior, they're treating our race of people, our so-called race of black people, as if they are animals and not human. And here it is, the Pope is saying, treat them with human dignity. Hugh. Man, Hugh, H-U-E, man, for those that didn't get it the first time. Hugh, man, rights. It only applies to one race of people, but we so caught up on civil rights, which has absolutely nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us at all. So we want to thank the caller for tuning in tonight. We had uh, Sister Rhonda, uh, the Supreme Team, on the line. Our host, Amir Latoya. We had uh, a special uh, guest this evening, none other than Michael Brown Sr., who allowed us uh, an an exclusive interview with him. We appreciate him. Uh, Miss April Riddick, Hot 101. And uh, family, friends, and loved ones of the Amir family. I'm just going to say Amir family because there's so many of them that call in every night, every week. So it's so many of them. I can't keep track of all of them. But we certainly appreciate all of you. Um, we want to remember Sister Wanda Merle, again, the sister that lost uh, the son to Black on Black Crime here in St. Louis, Missouri. He was murdered. Um I attended his funeral today. Uh, brother uh, Mansoor Ball Bay's uh, son, uh, Mansoor Ball Bay <sighs> Jr., uh, who was also murdered. Uh, Von Derek Myers uh, Jr., who was also murdered. Um, so we want to keep uh, Von Derek Myers Sr. and Sarita Myers in, in our in our thoughts and prayers and uh, strength and solidarity for them. And uh, Kerry Ball Jr., uh, who was murdered by the cops, we want to keep his family. Kerry Ball Sr. and Sister Tony, who goes by TNT on Facebook, also followers and friends of mine. Uh, Brother Carlos, 
uh, who's the uh, brother of uh, Kerry Ball Jr. Uh, Kajin Powell Jr. Uh, I'm sorry, Kajin Powell, who was murdered here uh, for having a butter knife at his side, and cops lied and said that he had it over stretched stretched over his head and in and in an attack mode. So they're lying. They're getting away with lies and murders. I would like everyone to tweet, Facebook, and Instagram this website, www.humanrightsjc.com, www.humanrights, with an S, jc.com. Go to the National Registry tab. Click on the word National Registry. You'll see something dealing with police brutality, and you'll also see something dealing with missing persons. That's our that's our sister company. Please support and uh, check out uh, that tab. On there, you'll see uh, images of uh, uh, cops that have murdered unarmed civilians, unarmed citizens uh, here in the not just the St. Louis area, but also around the world. Um, so let's uh, let's definitely keep them in mind. Also, uh, there was an attempted assassination on Sister. Uh, she goes by uh, Cle- uh, Sister Spook, uh, Sister Cleopatra Spook. There was an attempted suicide on her. She was shot with a rifle uh, during the Ferguson, uh, what they're calling the Ferguson unrest uh, last year. She survived, placed in the hospital. Uh, the cops, uh, they they came into the hospital. They retrieved the bullet that they shot her with and in the story. That's it. Uh, all she has left now are the uh, CAT scans that the doctors took of her, of her skulls how the bullet penetrated her skull and just missed her brain. She's alive today, well, and lives to tell about it. Cleopatra Spook, uh, I believe we're also, yeah, we're also connected on Facebook as well. So I just want to um, continue speaking truth to power and those of you that are able to make it to the 10-10-15 event, uh, October 10th, 2015 event, um, I think you should probably do it. I think it will definitely be a life altering, uh, life life changing event. It's uh, it also gives you uh, it will connect you with a lot of other people and give you some other insight on some things that you uh, would not have otherwise known. So we are definitely making change. It's time to make change for real and not just talk about it, but be about it. Brother Amir, go ahead. Take us away. Sister LaToya. All right. So I just want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. Uh, Definitely remember to reach out to us uh, on the Black Lives Matter Facebook page, also the Black Lives Matter Twitter page. Um, Also, anybody that knows any poets, we're going to always let you know. Uh, Always tell them to contact me at blacklivesmatterinc at gmail.com if they want to contribute to the anthology and the CD project that we have going on. That's one very important thing that we have going. Um, one other thing I want to say tonight, uh, just before we get off, uh, get out of here, is that um, everybody, you know, like y'all said, we got to take this serious. This has got to be a real deal. Uh, for too long, especially during my lifetime, we've had too many phony leaders in our nation that are just not getting a job done at all or not trying to get the job done. Um, just being money hungry. Uh, we, Black Lives Matter, we're, we're the real deal. We're going to get it done. Um, and, yeah, that's that's what I got to say about that. You, you know what? Before before I get disconnected on here, I'd like to say, y'all know that the, the person that murdered uh, Malcolm X is still alive today? The person that pulled the trigger that led to the final 
that was a final blow that devastatingly ended Malcolm X's life is still alive today. He's in New Jersey behind a, a gated fence and drives this this nice vehicle. He's in a gated, I think they said two-story or two-family home. And living to tell about it. There's been interviews. There's been, it's on uh, YouTube. It's, it's, it's all over. Did you know that? Were you aware of that? All this time, all these years, I thought that the person who murdered Ma- Malcolm X, Miguel Shabazz, was, was dead. I thought they killed him. It was four people that were allegedly involved in the assassination of Malcolm X. Three of them did time. One of them did not. The one that did not do time for the murder of Malcolm X is still alive today. I think he's 70 or 80-something years old right now, today, walking around, driving around in a nice luxury vehicle in a nice gated community. Who else is in a gated community? Isn't Al Sharpton in a gated community? Hmm. <laughs> Woo! Family, 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 family. Got to come together. Got to come together. We have uh, a moral responsibility. We have a moral responsibility. To each other Accountability and transparency Transparency That's what we have We are obligated to be transparent To have accountability Among each other Loyalty And commitment We have to have that Because the change is coming You've heard about the 40 acres and a mule You've heard about all this money That uh, I, I don't know if you all are familiar with this it's, since we're talking about economics and economic empowerment and entrepreneurship, I think this will be an opportune time to talk about it. Did you were you all aware of the fact that the African nations came together to um, free us, free our ancestors from slavery? By coming together, I mean they gathered their money, they gathered their gold, silver, all of their riches to free us from bondage, from slavery, to free our ancestors from bondage and slavery. This money was given to Europe, the UK, the US, the Britons, and the US to free us. And guess what they did with that money? They kept it. They kept it. They kept that money. And they put in what's called, uh, what do you call that bank, that private bank that's over here in the US, uh, where they had this gold, uh, where it's heavily secured. I can't even think of it right now. Federal um, Reserve? Yeah, the Federal Reserve, but there was a, it's another place that they call it that they keep this gold specifically under heavy artillery, heavy lockdown, and each year they take some gold out of it. Each year they do that. Each year. Uh, Fort Knox, West Point. Fort Knox. Fort yep. Knox. Fort Knox. Each year they do that. So that gold was there. That gold, that same gold and money was also, guess where? You you guessed it. If you didn't guess it, I'm going to tell you. The World Trade Center. 9-11. 9-11. The 
the World Trade Center. Did you know that our people were supposed to be free from this bondage that we're currently um, experiencing, this oppression that we're experiencing right now in the Americas? But President Bush put a halt to that, a temporary halt to that, by creating this hysteria, by creating this this falsehood and blowing up the World Trade Center, because that's what happened. It, it Actually, it wasn't even blown up. Did you actually see any planes by the World Trade Center? All that was holograms. It wasn't real. How is it in, in, in American history you can track and count the hairs on people's heads with these drones and all this other stuff you got going on, but you cannot identify that a plane has entered the U.S. and that a plane is a, is, is a threat to uh, the World Trade Centers or the Pentagon or the White House or any of the other national monuments? You can send, what do you call them damn bombs underground, uh, uh, bombs underground to kill Osama bin Laden and, 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 and uh, Saddam Hussein and all of them, but you cannot blow up a plane that's in your city, that's in the U.S., that's in your airspace with all the naval intelligence and all the, the, the National Guard and Air Force that you have, but you will send uh, National Guard on people, protesters, and tear gas us and shoot us with rubber bullets, but planes that are threatening the World Trade Centers, you don't touch, you don't do nothing to, you don't blow them out of the, out of the sky. Come on, people. It's time to wake up. 9-11, that was not the original 9-11. The original 9-11 transpired with the, with the Black Wall Street. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about Black Wall Street. Let's talk about... Um, well, let's talk about some of those tragedies that actually transpired. Let's talk about the, at, at minimum, 100 million slaves that were enslaved during the transatlantic slave trade of our people that were brought here against our will. Let's talk about that 9-11. Let's talk about Holocaust. You talk about the Jewish Holocaust. What about the black African Holocaust that we had? It's been documented that it's been probably over 500, 600 million not 60 million, but over 500 million of our people. Most of them didn't make it past the, uh, the transatlantic slave trade, that Atlantic. They, they didn't make it. They didn't make it. It's not coincidence that, it's not coincidental that uh, it said that you had the blood of our ancestors in the oceans. That it traveled all the way to St. Louis. It traveled all the way to, and it traveled all the way to here, what we had uh, called the Mississippi River. It traveled all the way here. We had sharks in our river at one point in time. Sharks in the Mississippi River. You probably still got them in there. Sharks. That's how much blood traveled across this country from my ancestors that were murdered and slain and babies ripped out of our, our women's wombs. That's what the Pope was talking about. Dignity, honor, respect. Giving our women, the black woman, the black woman, because they're the only women that I know that have not been respected, honored, cherished, uplifted. Who was he speaking about? He wasn't speaking about no other race of people. He wasn't speaking about the white woman. They got dignity, honor, respect. Emmett Till was murdered for allegedly whistling at a white woman. He can't be talking about the white race, white America. 
He wasn't talking about them. They're not impoverished. They're not in poverty. They're not in some economic crisis. He was not talking about them. And he surely wasn't talking about them being unarmed citizens being murdered at the hands of cops. Because we know, we see that every day in our community. 400-something black Americans or blacks in America or Africans in black America are murdered each day across the country by cops. We're not even talking about the um, we're not even talking about the uh, the motorist accidents or accidental deaths or deaths by cops against our people or deaths by corrections officers in the DOC Department of Corrections or the county jails or the jails or other municipalities or the IYCs, the Illinois Youth Centers, uh, the youth uh, detention homes or detention centers in Illinois and across the country. There's murders there, too. They're not all suicides. You got what's called the orange crush that comes into the, the jail system. They're, they're corrections officers that they put on orange jumpsuits, and they have oak sticks, long-ass oak sticks. And prisoners, they put Vaseline all over their naked bodies to combat the orange crush off of them. So that the orange crush, they cannot grab them when they have this vaccine on their bodies. Because once they grab you, it's a done deal. They're breaking your bones. They're breaking your jaws. They are killing you. There's been instances where the orange crush have murdered prisoners. Again, unarmed prisoners. And not just one person. These are four and five and six orange crush members, orange crush officers. Uh, corrections officers. They don't go one. They go three, four, five, and six at a time. They're no different from the cops that we see each day out here in the world. That's committing the same heinous crimes against our people, these atrocities. Is everyone still there? I'm still on the line with you. Good. All right. So we've got about 12 minutes of uh, uh, streaming time remaining on the show. Um, at this point, uh, I'd like you guys to just really reflect on everything that we've said and um, the house is open for dialogue. If there's uh, anyone in the chat room, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram that has questions, comments, or concerns, Latoya, Amir, go ahead and answer those questions, comments, or concerns. I want to thank you all for your support uh, each and every week and for the great work that you're doing. I appreciate it, and I love and respect all of you with the undivine, unadulterated, and holy love. With that, I say peace and blessings, and thank you all so much because my show is your show. Your show is my show. Uh, Mikasa, Sukasa, Sukasa, Mikasa. Uh, I could not do this without you. You could not do it without me. We are family. Yes. So Wednesday... You guys have homework Wednesday, revolutionary poetry, including myself. I've got a, I've got to um, come up with a piece as well to share with you all. So Wednesday, it's going down. Also, remember Sophia Stewart, who is the writer and owner of The Matrix and The Terminator. 
She's going to be on with us. You got to tell everybody y'all know. You got to tell everybody y'all know that y'all are going to be introduced to this woman, to this phenomenal sister. And those of you that don't know, she put herself in the movie. She was the Oracle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was the Oracle. And she wants to keep the same actors and actresses in the new movie that's going to be coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all not clear. Y'all better bring y'all popcorn, y'all cheesecake, y'all snacks, y'all soda, your pop, your wine, your whatever. Because y'all going to enjoy this show. I'm telling you. And then poetry, open mic, spoken word. That's what I'm excited stuff? about. Oh. I'm really excited about that. Mm, 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 Definitely. Mm, mm. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. It's it's it's, it's y'all house. I'm, I'm, I'm up. Peace. All right, Latoya, you have anything to say? Last ten minutes. Yeah, statement? I guess I guess just a quick wrap it up. You know, we brought up the brother Malcolm X, and um, you know, one of those quotes that uh always kind of get me through is in is when he mentioned, uh, "Education is our passport to the future, where tomorrow mm-hmm. belongs to the people who prepare for it today." Um, and so you know, I think that this is just a preparation. Uh, I'm fortunate to be able to be a part of it. And I, I look forward to see how everything comes together as we continue to educate each other about what's happening, about the movement, about ways that we can be involved and stay connected um, and stay grounded and deal with, you know, coping um, so that we can get a little bit closer to hope and, and really move things forward as a, as a community, as a unit, um, and, and stop with all the insane stuff. So I'm excited. And I appreciate you having Black Lives Matter. Having having me on on the on the radio show tonight. It was awesome chance to be a co-host. This was a great experience. Huge thanks to Miss April and all the family and the elders on the line. This was awesome, powerful experience. Yes, very much so. I agree, and I appreciate you guys being on the line. I appreciate everyone. Uh, you know, there's something to learn from everyone. We all we all put in our piece. Uh, we all have our own perspective on, on uh, the same topic, though. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad. I can't wait till next Wednesday. I mean, I, that's going to be big. Uh, definitely uh, looking forward to meet so- Sophia Stewart. Um, two of the greatest movie franchises that, that I've probably ever seen myself. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we got about six minutes and a couple seconds left. Um, last thing, just want to keep reminding everyone about our uh, anthology and our CD project. You know, uh, anybody knows anyone, anybody has any friends, family members, or maybe someone you just met that you think is a great artist, great poet, uh, have them contact me at Black Lives Matter, Inc. That's Black Lives Matter, I-N-C, at gmail.com. I can send them an entry form, get them more familiar with how everything works. Uh, And also, you know, just, yeah, always stay connected with our Facebook page, our Black Lives Matter Facebook page, as well as our Twitter page. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this anthology, to be quite honest. It's like, you know, being able to connect and hear the voice of folks in the community and and how things are going to go, you know, how they express where they are personally um, with where we stand as as, as people in in the United States. You know, I recently did an event with this um, organization called Conflict Kitchen, and Conflict Kitchen is based here in the United States, but they um, in Pittsburgh specifically, and they only mm-hmm. share or create cuisine of uh, countries that are in conflict with the United States: Iran, Iraq, Cuba, so forth and mm-hmm. so on. 
Um, and so I reason I reached out and I said it was June around it was probably before well before June, but June uh Juneteenth was coming up and I said, you know, uh a lot of people would say that African Americans, blacks in America are in conflict with the United States. How about we collaborate? And then after, you know, a conversation or two, uh we were able to really kick off an opportunity to bridge local entrepreneurs that are trying to, you know, uh, create opportunities for themselves and make a name for themselves and build their brand um, and, and make a sustainable living through food and cooking. And they all serve food out of Conflict Kitchen. And we had a conversation around that. And those are the kind of things that, you know, we want to be continuing to be to be able to have, be learning from each other, growing together, seeing different parts of the diaspora um, and, and really expressing those in, in, in meaningful ways like this anthology. You know, it's not only we can connect yeah. through the food, we can connect through the anthology. We got, you know, all these artists contributing in a really cool way. And I think that's exactly what folks need, something practical, you know, something tangible, you know, because a lot of us are living in that, um, you know, instant gratification mode. We we want to see what we can have our hand at, uh, you know, as quickly as possible. And, and no, nothing better than music. Music raised me. Um, music was, you know, what I had because I was a latchkey kid and, and a home, home alone quite often. You know, so music was there. And so to be able to really tap into that particular niche of, of, of folks that I know still exist that are only relying on the TV and, and the music, I think this anthology is going to be real. I'm excited. Absolutely. Make sure you reach yes. out to Amir. You know, uh, what's that email again? <laughs> that email is going to be Black Lives Matter Inc. Black Lives Matter Inc. at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, yes, most definitely. And then uh, just uh, something that definitely caught my attention that you just mentioned was that conflict kitchen. That is amazing. I have not heard something like that. You always hear about kitchens, uh, you know, feeding uh, the uh, poverty, uh, you know, people, poor people in America. Um, and even to a further extent, you always hear about feeding people in Africa. One thing that mm -hmm. we do forget is that there are colored people on every single continent on this earth. Uh, mm -hmm. One country or many countries being Iraq, uh, Pakistan, uh, a lot of the countries that we invaded. People think that those people are like some whole different group of people. They are they are uh, colored, melanated people, if you ever look I at uh, exactly who they are. So, um, yes, that conflict kitchen, that is awesome. Um, and yeah. Thank you. You you dropped an awesome nugget there, you know, because, I mean, when we really think about what the conflict may be and, and really how to analyze that and, and what, you know, Brother Yah brought up earlier and in, 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 in talking about uh, why the Pope was here and, and the value mm -hmm. of Black people and melanated people, and, you know, it's, it's interesting to consider, you know, or do your own research and, and, and think about uh, how that's happening in those countries that the United States are in conflict with. What does that look like for them in, in, in that and within that country or in, in, in that space and how does that you know parallel to what's happening here because what we know through the years you know with civic civil you know civil rights is that what's happening in one place is also it's not just happening in in one isolated incident it, it happens everywhere and that's why you know mlk said a threat you know uh you know injustice it anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere you know and that and that's exactly why because it's happening in a lot of places we definitely have to keep our eyes open absolutely and then just to build off that to finish up we got about two minutes left um one thing that we do have to consider too is that uh oh uh, well, uh, oh yes 
as black Americans, being in the country that is labeled as one of the wealthiest, one of the most, uh, you know, influential countries as far as uh, economics and things of that nature, um, you know, people, uh, people from other countries of color, they kind of look at us as um, even though we are in a position where we are, you know, we're not on top right now. We're obviously being oppressed. We, just, we went over how our neighborhoods are being occupied. We have those opportunities in this nation. We need to be an example. We need to take advantage of those opportunities. The fact that we can even have a radio show right now is a big deal. There is a, you know, there's a lot of colored people, uh, black people in other countries, uh, even in, you know, like the Caribbean, things like that. You are not allowed to have social media or uh, take advantage of it to the effect that we are. Um, so I feel like we need to definitely take advantage of what we're doing just as we are. Um, and, you know, uh, be that, be that example of, uh, of revolution pretty much. I mean, this is all, this is all revolution speaking out against what we know is wrong. Uh, the whole, you know, white supremacy is an entire system. That's not just this country, it's the entire world. You know? Definitely, definitely. Inevitably evolving and revolutionary by necessity while inspiring lifelong learning. That's what iron will yeah. stands for. That's what we have yeah. to ha- have to be doing. That's it, we always are changing, and we got to roll with it. Um, but the, the revolution is necessary, so we got to make it happen, and we're making it happen tonight on Black Lives Matter Radio BLM. Oh my goodness, I'm on the BLM show. <laughs> thank you for being on. We're enjoying having you, and thank you for everyone that tuned in tonight. Uh, we're winding down now. We got uh, just finished with live time. Um, unless anybody has any other comments, uh, any questions, anything like that, uh, we could probably end the show right here. Uh, any comments, any questions, anyone? Hey, Toya. Yes. I am so sorry the other night I didn't recognize that you were on the line until the end when Brother Yah said Toya was on the line. I am so sorry. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, Mom. I'm glad they got you up here. You're definitely a good choice for this. So Thank you. I agree. I, I agree. She's, yeah, she's powerful, and she's always been like that since she's been a little girl, so I'm very proud of her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome, awesome. All right, anything love else? You thank too, you, Mama. <laughs> All right. So, uh, if it, unless anyone else has any last comments, questions, uh, probably wrap the show up for tonight. Uh, it was a great show, excellent show. Nice job. Uh, nice so job. much love, so much passion, so much emotion on this show tonight. Uh, meeting Michael Brown Sr. That is uh, definitely, right. uh, you know, that's a life changing moment right there. That's uh, this whole situation is uh, part of why we're doing this right now. Why Black Lives Matter even exists. Um, and then, you know, we're going to pick up on it next Wednesday or this upcoming Wednesday, you know, just a couple of days away with Sophia Stewart on the air. And, you know, we have revolutionary poetry as well. So everybody tune in next Wednesday. We're going to try to do it at nine, uh, nine Eastern time, eight, eight uh, for Yas time. Uh, but if, you know, anything changes, we will definitely keep everyone updated a couple of days ahead. Just always stay in tune with the Black Lives Matter Facebook page. Um, as well as the Twitter page. And if anybody has any specific questions on time or, you know, if anybody has a poet, somebody they want on the air, definitely get on contact and contact with me at that Gmail account, the Black Lives Matter Inc. Gmail account. I'm always uh, available to speak on there. You know, I try to check everything as much as I can when I'm not at work or even if I'm at work. Uh, but yeah, unless anybody has anything else, we can end it right there. Anybody, any other questions, comments, anyone? All right, everybody, have a great night. I enjoyed everybody being on. Thank you. I see you next Wednesday. See ya.